or cha. Why does the entire world basically only have two words for tea? You may have seen maps before dividing the world into those which say tea and those which say cha. This is the story of one lightly stimulating beverage as it traveled oceans and deserts and onto cafe menus and boba memes. To understand the history behind the words, we first have to go back to the highlands of Southeast Asia and the lands that now encompass Southwest China, Northeast India, and Northern Burma, where tea first originated. Here, the high elevations and rainfall provide the ideal location to grow high-quality tea. This is the only area in the world where the languages don't see either some variant of tea or cha. These words meaning or describing tea such as la and mia in the Wa language, lakpak in Burmese, meng in lamet, and miang in northern Thai. It's from this area where the Chinese may have gotten their words for tea. Ancient Chinese had several terms for it, pronounced in modern standard Mandarin as chu, jia, shi, ming, and quan. The old Chinese word for tea, la, which later evolved with the languages which both cha and probably tea come from, is theorized to have possibly come from Proto-Loluish La, meaning tea, or Proto-Austroasiatic Sla, meaning leaf. And it was from the Chinese that tea arrived in the rest of the world. During the first millennium CE, Old Chinese La evolved into Middle Chinese Da, it was during this period that tea spread to Korea and Japan, preserved in the Korean and Japanese kanon readings for this Chinese character, ta and ta respectively, although today both refer to tea as cha. While sounding similar to tea, this is not the word which spread to the rest of the world. Later on, as Chinese continued to split into multiple different languages, the pronunciation of the word for tea in many of those languages became something similar to cha. And it was with these pronunciations where tea first truly became a globally beloved beverage, as it traveled along the ever-shifting and primarily overland routes of the Silk Roads. Medieval China traded and interacted extensively with Central Asian, Persian, and Arab merchants. Tea caught on with the Persians, who added the Persian grammatical suffix yi to cha calling it chai. From the Persians, it spread to India, the Arabs, the Turks, and along the East African coast. And from the Turks, it spread to the Russians and the many ethnic groups living in the Balkans. Chinese merchants also played a significant role in Southeast Asia's rich trading network, and many later settled the region in huge numbers where they still play a major role in the region's politics, business, and culture. Many of these traders were from the southern coastal parts of China that spoke Hokkien, which became the lingua franca of all overseas Chinese in Southeast Asia. Their words for tea are te and ta. Other parts of China have different words for tea, such as sa in Shang, zhou in Shanghainese, and de in Hainanese. But yes, it was Te which spread into Malay, 
the language of traders in much of maritime Southeast Asia, as Te. And as Dutch traders and colonizers made their way into East and Southeast Asia, they took that word either from the Malays or directly from the Chinese as Te, and spread it to the rest of Western Europe, including England, where people soon grew to be enthralled by the invigorating drink. Before the Dutch arrived in the region, however, the Portuguese had already been trading with the Chinese. They traded tea primarily in Macau, which they had been leasing from the Chinese for an annual fee. There, they spoke Cantonese, the varieties of Chinese today also spoken in Guangdong, Hong Kong, and historically across Chinatowns all across the Western world. The Cantonese called tea cha, which is why Portugal is alone in Western Europe in calling the drink cha and not tea. As Europeans brutally pressed their military and economic might upon the rest of the world through the creation of their colonial empires, tea spread further into areas which had never had the drink. Russians took chai deep into the freezing tundra of Siberia and Alaska, and the British and French spread tea sealing the scattered islands and archipelagos of Oceania. European colonialism also made its presence clear on the Indian subcontinent, while most say some variation of chai. Dutch traders took tea to Sri Lanka and the Tamil and Telugu-speaking areas of modern-day Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh, and Telangana. Today, those areas all say some variant of tea. One unique country is Morocco, which uses both terms. There, black tea is referred to as chai, from cha, and green tea, drunk with mint leaves, is called thai, from tea. This is because black tea was introduced through historic Islamic trade routes within North Africa, whereas green tea was likely introduced to the country through interaction with Britain, as during the early 1700s, Queen Anne of the United Kingdom gave Morocco tea as tribute for releasing prisoners captured by Barbary corsairs. Britain further sold significant amounts of tea to Morocco during the mid to late 1800s. Another thing you might find interesting is that English also uses cha both today and in the past. Char, pronounced cha in British English, was common British slang for tea during the 19th and 20th centuries, and in recent decades, English has also adopted the word chai to refer to Indian-style spiced tea. And that brings us to the modern day, where tea has spread to virtually the entire world. Most people today can easily obtain it at local markets or at the click of a button, whether tea or cha, words which spread through historic trade routes in a pre-modern form of globalization. What do you call tea in your native language? If you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and please leave a comment below for the algorithm. We hope to create more content like this. Thank you.